Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Play Me or Fade Me. And thank you for joining us as always. Well, we don't know the official results yet. We still have one wager pending between Utah State and Nevada. If we win that wager, we will have three consecutive winning days. If we lose that wager, we'll drop $38 on the day. I'll post everything in the show notes once it goes final. But I will say this real quick, and I don't want to get in trouble with the wife, but I'm in love. I absolutely love Brad Underwood and the Illinois Fighting Illini basketball team. What a win over Michigan State. 35 minutes into that game, I was ready to get a tattoo that said, I will not bet against Tom Izzo. Lucky for me, the Fighting Illini rally to win and get me the cover. So thank you. Thank you, Illinois. So now let's get to the mega card for Saturday. And we start in the National Football League. It's wild card Saturday, and I'm on the Seahawks plus the nine and a half at the 49ers. And I'm on the Chargers minus the two and a half at the Jaguars. So the Mike Williams injury was disappointing, but in Justin Herbert, I trust I'm staying the course and I'm sticking with the Chargers. I made double down on that bet as well. But once again, if you want to hear more about my NFL wildcard plays, along with Bill's plays for this week, we dropped a podcast earlier this week on Thursday. Now let's get to college basketball. I'm going to give you some bonus basketball today because on Friday, there were only 13 games. I played four of them. That's 31%. On Saturday, we have 142 games of the docket. So if I played the same 31%, I should have 44 plays today. Well, I'm not going to do that because I can't talk for two hours. And I don't think you want to listen to me for two hours either. But here's a did you know. We are just 44 days away from the start of conference tournament play. Yes, the Atlantic Sun starts their conference tournament on February the 27th. So we need to savor these days with wall-to-wall basketball. So today, I'm going to give you four underdogs, four favorites, and one revenge play. So we start with the four underdogs. Yeah, Kentucky's in a buy-low spot, but I'm not going to touch them against Tennessee, especially with a couple starters questionable. But we start in the ACC. It is Notre Dame plus the six and a half at Syracuse. So never, ever count Jimmy Bayheim out as an underdog or coming off a couple losses. Now, how the Orange respond coming off of a nice win over Virginia Tech That might be a different story. Syracuse won at Notre Dame earlier this year, 62 to 61, in a game that neither team actually led by more than five points in the entire game. Yes, they played the entire game in a 10-point bandwidth. You rarely see that. That helped spark this 10-game stretch for the Orange. They're 8-2, 4-2 in the ACC. Six of those wins have been by double digits. Bottom line, 
Syracuse is playing good basketball. That same game, unfortunately, started the spiral for the Fighting Irish. They're 3-8 and eight over their last 11 games with four double-digit losses. The teams are similar offensively. Syracuse has the better defensive efficiency numbers. I think Notre Dame will have a comfort and a confidence level in this one, given how tight the first game was. Give me the Fighting Irish, plus the five and a half, or excuse me, plus the six and a half at Syracuse. Don't want to shortchange myself a point. I may need it. Next up, we go to the West Coast Conference. It is San Francisco, plus the seven and a half against St. Mary's. So believe it or not, several computer models actually have St. Mary's ahead of Gonzaga as of today. The Gales are 4-0 in the West Coast Conference. They're 15-4 overall. Their losses have been to Washington, New Mexico, a tight one against Houston, and Colorado State. Their biggest win this season was over San Diego State on a neutral floor. Interesting note, this is only their second true road game of the entire season. Their first one was a three-point win at Santa Clara. The Don started the year strong, 6-0. They have wins over Arizona State and UNLV, but they're just 12-8 overall, 1-4 in the conference. They have a couple good close losses, a two-point loss to Gonzaga, a three-point loss to New Mexico. San Francisco, they have some shooters. This is another opportunity for a marquee win. They've played well in the big games at home, so I'm going to back the Dons of San Francisco plus the 7.5 against St. Mary's. Next up, we go to the Pac-12. It is Utah, the Utes, plus the four and a half at USC. So Brandon Carlson is the leading scorer for Utah. He was a late scratch on Thursday at UCLA with an illness. I expect him to be back tonight. If not, I don't like the play. The seven-foot center is the key to this play. The Utes give up just 61.8 points per game. They rank 19th in defensive efficiency. They've lost back-to-back to drop the record to 12 and 6. Five and two in the Pac-12. They have the marquee win over Arizona, but they need more for the resume. Meanwhile, USC is 12 and five on the year, four and two in the Pac-12, and they're coming off the win and cover for us against Colorado earlier this week. I think this one comes down to the final minute, so I'm going to grab the points. I'm on the Utes of Utah, plus the four and a half at USC. Next up, we go to the Big 12. It is West Virginia, plus the four at Oklahoma. So the computer models actually have West Virginia ranked as high as 27th in the country, yet they're 0-4 in the Big 12 and only 10-6 overall. So I'm not sure what to make of Huggy Bear firing an assistant coach mid-season that's been with him for 24 years. That's a tough one. Four straight losses, oh so close to 3-1 in the conference during that stretch. The Mountaineers average 10 more points per game. Oklahoma gives up six points less per game. Bottom line, I think the ball finally bounces the way the Mountaineers late. I'm going to grab the four on the road with West Virginia at Oklahoma. Next up on the card, it's your four favorites that I'm going to back. And we go to the Atlantic 10 first. It is St. Louis minus the four at George Washington. So I'm still a big believer in the Billikens team. They're 11 and six overall, three and one in the 8-10 with Memphis or with wins this year over the likes of Memphis, Providence and Drake. They've played by far and away the strongest schedule in the conference. They're battle-tested, and they have a top 45 offense. George Washington ranks 291st in defensive efficiency. They're 8-8 eight and eight on the season, 2-1 and one on the 8-10, coming off a nice eight-point win over UMass, so I'll tip my cap to them for that. But I think Collins and company will score, score, score on Saturday. I'm on the Billikens of St. Louis, minus the four at GW. 
Next up, we go to the Valley. It is Drake minus the three over Bradley. So this is a big, big battle in the Valley, I should say. Drake is 13 and five on the season, four and three in the conference with three losses by a total of nine points. Yes, they've lost games by two, three, and four. Bradley is one of the best defensive teams in the country. They're five and two in the conference, and the computer metrics absolutely love them. But I love the Bulldogs. Drake takes out some frustration and will get me an easy winner in Des Moines. I'm on Drake, minus the three over Bradley. Next up, we stay in the Valley. It is Belmont, minus the four and a half over Northern Iowa. So I tip my cap to Ben Jacobson and the job that he's doing at UNI this year. Five and two in the Valley with four consecutive wins. The Panthers are exceeding my expectations. Meanwhile, Valley newcomer Belmont is 12 and six overall. They're five and two in the conference, and they've won three consecutive games. UNI ranks 220th in conference or offensive efficiency and is outside the top 120 in defense this year. That's rare for the Panthers. Belmont is a top 90 team on offense. I trust the Bruins scoring much more than the Panthers, so I'm on Belmont, minus the four and a half over Northern Iowa. Next up on the card, we go back to the Big 12. It is Baylor, minus the six and a half against Oklahoma State. So Baylor is the eighth best team of the country in scoring efficiency. They average 81 points per game, and they're just one and three in the Big 12. That's how good the Big 12 is. They've lost their last two conference home games to TCU and Kansas State, But remember, they have wins this year over UCLA and Gonzaga. Oklahoma State is excellent on defense, but it struggles on offense. I think this is a bad matchup for the Cowboys. It could get ugly. I'm waiting for 40 minutes of good Baylor basketball. We might get it today. I'm going to lay the six and a half with the Baylor Bears over Oklahoma State. Then the final game of the card for you. I said it was a big card today. A mega card. I'm out of breath. I haven't had to give this many plays in a long time. Your bonus game, a revenge tour. I'm struggling so far, but it's in the SWAC. I'm on Alcorn State plus the three at Texas Southern. Alcorn was the top seed last year. Number two, Texas Southern crushed him in the title game, 87 to 62. It's revenge time. So I'm going to take Alcorn plus the three at Texas Southern. So let's recap your card for a Saturday in the National Football League. I'm on the Seahawks plus the nine and a half at the 49ers. I'm on the Chargers. Minus the two and a half at the Jaguars. In college basketball, you're four underdogs for the day. I'm on Notre Dame, plus the six and a half at Syracuse. I'm on San Francisco, plus the seven and a half against St. Mary's. I'm on Utah, plus the four and a half at USC. I'm on West Virginia, plus the four at Oklahoma. Your four chalk plays for the day. I'm on St. Louis, minus the four at George Washington. I'm on Drake, minus the three over Bradley. I'm on Belmont, minus the four and a half over Northern Iowa. I'm on Baylor, minus the six and a half against Oklahoma State. And your bonus play, the Revenge Tour. It is Alcorn State, plus the three at Texas Southern. So that's your card for Saturday. As always, manage that bankroll. Don't chase money. Have fun, and let's cast some tickets together. Good luck, everyone.